Oh, welcome. I was just getting my stop overeating book from the life coach school. Nobody was coming on today. I was going to talk about my new decision to give up sugar, um, which is going to be hard is just a thought. So I'm challenging myself with that. Um, okay, so welcome people. There are people that have shown up for my Coach of Palooza week. Um, I'm Kelly, welcome if you're new here. If you want to be coached, raise your hand and I will pull you on. I'll give you a minute to make that decision and then I have plenty to talk about because I'm giving up sugar. So raise your hand if you wanna come on. I'm gonna do some co coaching or if you're new here, let me know that you're new. I can do some intro stuff and I'm gonna hit record now. Oh, it's already recording, perfect. So I'm Kelly, I'm a urologist. I started coaching two years ago now, year and a half ago. It changed my life. About a year ago, I decided to give up alcohol. My goal was just six months with that because I truly didn't believe I could cut it out of my life forever. And the first three to four months were very difficult for me. I probably think they're less difficult now the farther away I get from it. Um, but I have lots of urges and we can talk about what to do with urges. So six months happened. It was right around like Thanksgiving, Christmas holiday season. And I was like, what am I going to do? Am I going to have champagne? What am I going to do? And I was like, I don't think I want to end this. Like, I love the energy that I have. I wake up in the morning and work out now. I woke up this morning and worked out. Like, that's amazing. Um, and all the personal stuff, like the, the reason I wanted to quit alcohol, number one, like all the data on risks of cancer. I'm like, I can't be a person who helps my thought. I can't be a person who helps people be the healthiest they can and preach the role of like how good hormones are and how good exercise is. If I'm not like, yeah, you know that alcohol is associated with the risk of breast cancer way more than any hormones ever have been. And people don't know that. So part, I just wanted to kind of practice practice what I knew, right? And not, I, I didn't want to like, I wanted to be clean on that. So what I learned with the alcohol was how much comes up with like wanting to feel included and wanted to feel part of the group. And a lot of what can't come up for me is like, I deserve it. I have a stressful job. I don't see my kids a lot sometimes. So I deserve to have alcohol. And this like concept of deserving didn't really come out until I was coached. And I was, I was actually coached on um, my soy caramel latte addiction, which goes back to sugar. And my coach was like, why do you feel like you need this every day? And I'm like, I feel like I deserve it. And being coached on like, what does deserving mean? Is it true that you actually deserve that? what are you deserving? Right. And then it comes down to like me deserving a break or me deserving a treat or me deserving like time for myself. And it was like, oh, isn't that curious that that's what you actually wanted and you use sugar or alcohol to fulfill those actual underlying needs. And just the idea of like quitting sugar, day two, quitting sugar, that deserving is coming back a lot of like, the kids are in bed, I'm on the couch with my husband, I'm gonna read something, I've got my tea, I deserve trail mix or an ice cream sandwich or leftover cake from the birthday. 
And it's this, this feeling of me deserving something. And really what to me, what that comes down to is like time to myself, time to feel like I'm not doing anything for anybody else. And once you can, and that's where the power of coaching, right? Because people really try to white knuckle stopping eating flour and sugar or overeating or buffering or alcohol or social media or whatever they do kind of in this like mindless consumption pattern is like looking underneath to be like, I feel like I deserve to treat myself and have something special. And I'm using like sugar calories as that need instead of realizing like, could it come from just acknowledging that and holding space and realizing like time for myself could include tea in a book and not sugar if truly what I want is time for myself. So point is the coaching of the sugar, the coaching of the alcohol, the coaching of the behavior has gotten me so much farther. I would have never quit. I truly believe I would have never quit alcohol had it not been for coaching. It's too ubiquitous. It's 70% of adults in America drink alcohol. It's everywhere. What do I do? And what do you do when you get an urge? How do you feel your feelings? How do you deal with boredom? Why do we think boredom's not okay? Why do we feel like not drinking when other people are drinking is not okay, right? And it's like all of those thoughts that to me really helped me see it in such a more clear picture that I could be like, it's okay that I'm doing this. I'm, it's just personal growth for me. And I actually wrote in our, in our coaching group uh, yesterday, I'm like, personal growth's a bitch. <laughs> Cause I'm like, here I am ready for some more discomfort but it's in such a good way of like, I want to experience this energy that people talk about when they don't consume sugar. Like, what's that like? And watch out world, because I think I already have a lot of sugar. And it's the doubt of my brain. Like, I probably won't have any more energy because I already have a lot of energy. But I'm like, I've got this like ache in my right thumb. People say aches and pains go away when you take out sugar. So I'm curious about that. I'm curious about better sleep. Um, you know, kind of all of those things. I'm curious about like even better skin when you cut out sugar. So I'm like curious enough to be like, what's this about? And realizing that if I don't make a decision, things are going to stay the exact same. Right. And I think so many people, they want the change without actually doing the work or thinking it should be easy or thinking it shouldn't be hard, but they realize like you're, you are making a decision. You're making a decision to stay the same. And is that, is that what I wanted to do at this point? And it's interesting because some people, some people have told me like, well, you, since you've already quit alcohol, quitting sugar is going to be so easy. That's like a great thought. I'm going to steal that thought. <laughs> I don't believe that thought right now because alcohol is the only one I've quit and not sugar. Um, but I'm like, my brain's offering up like, yeah, but I still have to eat like food. And healthy food takes more time and you have to be like, you have to prepare it and like process foods quicker and easier. And so it's actually going to be more work because you don't, you don't need alcohol to live, right? But you need food. And so that's what my brain's offering up all this resistance to these, like these thoughts that other people are giving. They're like, oh, alcohol was way harder for me. I'm like, ah, I'm not sure if that's true for me. So that is what and here's the other thing about coaching, like you'll get to the part where you're like, I'm pretty good. Like the job's good. The relationship's good. I quit alcohol. That's good. I'm exercising a lot. That's good. 
and you like be in this plateau and then this next the next thing will will come and to me like i'm like i'm not ready i'm not i've not been ready to do this for years right like someday i'll be ready and it was like it kind of clicked we had this like my daughter turned seven and we had this like two and a half week birthday because there was like family and then we had a party and stuff and it's just been like sugar binge and i think that's why is like the weather's different sugar binge super like alcohol is a non-issue for me i'd like never even i was like should i have alcohol for other people at the birthday party like i have to like think of other people and because it's not even a thought that i would have alcohol in my house at this point so like do your work do your time and then like it'll you'll up level again and you'll up level again and it's like i'm doing this for the personal growth like yeah i think that there people say there's health benefits for pulling out sugar like nobody says you're supposed to eat more sugar in life but i'm not doing it for that i'm doing it for the personal growth of it to like feel the feelings uncover the thoughts be curious about the thoughts like the thought that i deserve sugar is strong and like feeling that and yesterday was definitely urges and feeling urges and they say that you have to feel about 100 urges before that urge for that like you break that pavlovian connection right of like i really and i i probably i didn't write them all down i made an urge sheet and they talk about doing an urge jar right where you actually like take a little marble and put it in your urge jar as like an action when you get an urge to know like by the time you get to 100 it will have dissipated but we've got to get you there um so i actually wrote down like a list of one one through 100 for the urges for alcohol and didn't get there i wasn't religious about always writing down my urges but i didn't get there and so i've thought about doing that again for sugar but i want to share with you guys all these like tips and tricks about urges and feeling them and feeling the feelings we hate the feeling of urge right like it's like an instinct that has to be met right but then you realize like it's just a feeling and a sensation in the body and it will pass and being curious about it and not not um responding to that urge is not going to hurt us right it might feel super bad but it's so temporary it's incredibly temporary i would get urges for alcohol when i got home from work back in the day and um it's amazing how short-lived they are right drink a bubbly water go in a different room, feel the feelings. Urges for me are in my chest. That's where I feel tightness. Um, I don't feel urges for alcohol is zero percent now. So that's me sharing my new decision for sugar. I'll keep you guys posted on the room one Facebook page because it's because it's fun to watch somebody struggle. <laughs> um, raise your hand if you want to come on for coaching or type in the chat box if you've got any questions about what we're talking about today. Otherwise, we'll switch to another topic I want to talk about. There you go. You guys are coming in. Who's going to be first? Or if you just want to hang out, it's totally fine. Okay. We're going to rename. August Moon. Hey. How are you? horrible to be honest welcome we we welcome you however you are 
Thanks. What's going on? Sorry, this is gonna be tearful. Um, okay, I missed anything you said, I just called in. So if you had something specific to talk about. Nope, I was just talking and, about me giving up sugar, which is also okay. horrible, but probably not what you're crying about. So just stayed late to finish a case. Went okay, well, not okay. Patient's not, not gonna do well. Um, my, one of my administrator people, like within my department, who I very much respect, approached me and, oh, let's try and keep this confidential. Essentially told me that someone high up in our administration seems to possibly have it out for me and has made some comments that people don't like my attitude. And apparently this person has made it very difficult for other people and essentially forced a couple people out of this hospital system in the last few years. So I'm worried that that's gonna happen to me. And I honestly don't wanna be somewhere where people don't want me. I feel like I do good work. I'm told that I do good work. Um, but I'm told that I, there's, that I guess the issue that was brought up was that there's an attitude problem is what was said. Wouldn't give details, um, but something along the lines that people don't like the way I answer questions. And I don't know how to fix that. I am assertive. I do a specialty that requires that. And I'm a woman. And I don't think that comes across well sometimes. But I don't know how to fix that and still do my job and make other people feel better. Yeah. So that I don't get in trouble. So I need um, help. You are in the right place. I get that 150%. Like I'm like, I'm literally goosebumping for you right now. Um, one of the reasons that I, I had a lot of like imposter syndrome about becoming a coach because I had like, I was exact. I'm like, people think I'm too harsh. Like people, I don't like, they don't respond to me well. I can't be a coach. Right. I, I think of coaches as like these like Buddhist peaceful shit rolls off of them, like my perception, right? And what I, I'm not turning this into about me. What I'm turning it into is like, dude, I get you so freaking hard. You don't even know. Thanks. And like, and I, I got to the point where I'm like, I have to be here in this chair for all the other me's out there who are suffering so hard. They don't know where to go. Because there's, I would wager thousands of us, if not more. And it's so isolating and we're so alone and we feel so broken that we do things to hurt ourselves and be unhealthy and leave and quit medicine because it's so shameful to be told you've, you've worked 15 plus years, however far back you want to go to get to where you are and you're still not good enough. It's crushing. 
And it's like everything everybody tells me is good. This person has told me things to that effect. Yet, yet this happens. Maybe it's all talk behind closed doors, but my, you know, administrative nurse that works with me who has been here a while thinks it could develop into a problem and she wants to insulate me from that as much as possible. Right. And is that the administrator who talked to you today? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So coming from, I, I want to help you, but I'm going to tell you shitty things. Yeah. But coming from a place of like, I really want August Moon to like thrive here and know what's going on. She was, yes. She, yes. She's like, I think you do great work. I think this is BS that this is happening to you. Um, You don't even know what's happening to you. Let me help insulate you. So bring things to me. But as much as you can watch it, watch it. Okay. I think that's really good information to have, like, of, of where is this person coming from who's delivering this stuff, right? Like, are they just trying to, like, be a dick and cut you down after you had a bad case, like, versus, like, there are a few people in our life who are close enough that they can tell us painful things. Yeah. Right? And it's, like, there's not many of those people. And if she's truly coming from, like, this may, this may land poorly, but I really do, it's to try to help you. I think it's very different than like, I don't care about your Tuesday. No, she, she is definitely on my side. I trust her 100%. One thing that helped me, because to me, I'm like, I'm not, I, to rush into just to try to fix everything right away is almost like not knowing if you're in a, a space for that at this point, right? Of like, this is just kind of a blow and we've just got to let some feelings have feelings at this point. But maybe it's useful to tell you what, what worked for me. Yeah, because obviously people don't like the way I answer questions is the most information that I've gotten. Right. I can see that. I mean, I'm, I'm a very, very direct person. I get yeah. stressed. I know that. I try and I, I, I get stressed more easily than others because I don't have the 30 years of experience my partners have Mm -hmm. and I know being assertive as a woman comes across poorly sometimes yeah and And none of my partners have that problem yeah they have the old man problem it's even better than the young man problem um I think this is where it's it's good to kind of piece out like you know what we learn in coaching and still where to go from here. So in coaching, we we know and the fact like I can't make anybody feel shitty, right? I answer a question short. It's their thoughts and their judgment and their external bias that says you're a dick, right? When when yes. we break down the circumstance, we're like short declarative sentence given with speed because you know whatever, and they're like. Put, they put together all their biases and they put together all their past experiences and they come up with a judgment on it because that's what brains do. So it's, I mean, as much as we can to be like, you don't make anybody feel anything ever, you can't. But is there something to like, hey, when I'm stressed, my underlying thought of this short sentence is I don't have time for this. And that's what comes across in the sentence. Right. Even if you were like left femur needs plating tomorrow, 
like what comes across is I don't have time to answer this right now. What came across for me was like, I already answered that five times. <laughs> like this is ridiculous that I'm being asked this again. And I think, I think what it means, like for me a lot, it was like, don't tell me to change. I am having trouble accepting and loving myself enough as it is. Don't tell me to change. Don't tell me to fit into this system that's broken and you know, racist and sexist and classist and all this other. Don't tell me to change to fit into it. Because to me, the, I was like reveling against that so much. Because you could take like, hey, she just needs me to change. Tell me how to change and then everything will be fine. And then you realize you're trying to change yourself to please other people all day long. And it is effing exhausting. And then you don't know who you are at all. And I think some people are like, hey, tell me how to change, I'll change. And they can do it. But for me, I, like, I had a huge, and that's why I like the saying, like becoming the best version of myself to me is a lot more doable than I need to change to make somebody happy. Because I was just like, fuck that all day long. Um, so in thinking about that and think about like, what does it mean for you to change versus become the best version of yourself and really understand like, how am I leading these conversations? Am I coming from it from a place of, I don't have time to answer these questions. They should already know this. And again, I'm talking about, I'm bringing myself into this just to give you time to like sit and listen and yeah. Is that fair? Yep. Because to me, I'm like, it's I, I brought in so much judgment in the way I was talking to people. And for me, that was like the insight I needed to be like, oh, there's, there's like that space between like me as a person, how I talk in the world and how people perceive me. Versus me being like, I've got so much judgment behind what I'm saying and what I'm doing. And there was more space there to be like, let me clean that up a little bit. And then everything else gets, and I'm not saying everything's going to be perfect hundred percent. Like some people don't like peaches and you're a peach and they're just never going to like peaches. And like, it's not your job to make everybody like you. Like some people just aren't. Because it's that people pleasing that I think inherently will end up killing us. Yeah. But for an example, for me, I used to get so fucking pissed at my nurses for having me run behind, like pissed. And they're like, dude, Kelly, the way you come up, like, they don't want to work with you. They don't want to be on your team. And I'm like, my thought, but and like coaching helped me see like my thought behind them running behind was that they didn't care. They didn't care. I was going to be judged. And then I, you can almost like you, you spaghetti that apart and you're and then you can actually use it as a tool to be like you guys I feel like when you don't room my patients on time that you don't care but I know that's silly and I know you do care and you give them time to be like no we do care it's just that blah 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 already like my relationship with them so much better because I, I like went underneath what I was how I was actually behaving does that make sense? It does. And I didn't, I didn't change myself, right? Like I'm still, because I, I have a big problem with people. Like, you just need to change. Like to me, I'm like, oh, be who you are, but understand yourself even more. And it, be, it becomes like powerful then. And 
I think in interactions like this, where like somebody who really cares about you is telling you something shitty and it's like, it's so much shame. Like I'm a bad person and separating that out from like, you're not a bad person. Just some interactions just kind of rub a little bit wrong. And I feel like there that I've separated that, but I still want to fix that interaction and I don't know how. Yeah. Can you give me an example? Do you have one? No, because they won't give me one. Can you, and not today, like I, I would say like, wait for, wait for the feelings and the emotions to get to like level two, but can you be like, Hey, would you mentor me and give me an idea? Cause sometimes like if you truly are in the dark and you don't know, I, I think you can ask for like, Hey, can I have some insight on this? I really do. It, I really do want to learn how I can navigate this better. Okay. Cause if, my thought, I could be wrong, but if she wants to tell you like, Hey, people don't like X, Y, and Z. Well, she's, she was told by this higher administrative person that there's a little problem, but that person wouldn't give her any examples. So it's kind of like people gossip to the high person who then takes it and runs with it. Yeah. Um, I'm just going to judge that and be like, that's really shitty leadership, (laughs) but that's not the, that's the friend, not the coach of like, uh, the people higher up need to watch, you know, like, and maybe go to the source and discuss with you and, But the, I mean, the question is, what are you, what are you going to do with this information now? You have some information, you don't have all the information. And I mean, I, I know that my interactions and my pushing people to do the right thing for the patient or being very blunt and assertive because I'm just trying to get stuff done comes across bad. And I don't know how to, I I guess I got to figure out how to change that. Okay. Do you have, do you have like an example, like in a made up kind of example? Um, Sure. I mean, taking the patient, taking an emergent patient to the OR who again, I don't know if this was a problem or not, but somebody could. Um, You call the desk to post the case and the desk says, okay, who do you want to bump? I don't know. I don't know the schedule. I'm happy to call whoever I need to call to bump, but I, how do I pick who to bump? So I ask them, you know, what's your opinion? Who are the options? What's going on? Who starts later? Who has less cases? And so then they said, okay, probably this person. So then I, of course, text that person. They're cool with it. You know, very understanding, um, which is appreciated. But the, the OR desk person may have not liked me not just giving an answer. Okay. Because I've had some issues in the past when I 
first started and I was posting emergent cases. It sounded like people were not pleased with me calling to follow up and get the ball rolling. Did they tell you, did they say I'm not pleased with you? Um, it again came through the grapevine. Okay. So the grapevine said you did something wrong or the grapevine, what did the grapevine say? Um, oh, that was a while ago. Fair enough. Just essentially that I'm not pleasant to work with. You're not pleasant to work with. Okay. Do you feel like you, I don't want to put you on the spot. Do you feel like you need to do a model on this? Like, are we still kind of working on like shame and worthiness and being enough? Cause to me, I'm no. like, this is huge for like 99.9% .9 of surgeons who have this problem. Like this is incredibly important to realize that this is a circumstance in the world and it doesn't affect our worthiness or our competence or anything. Yeah, no, I, I'm there. I've worked in okay. the past. Okay. I just, and like we, we could do this just for all the other people in the audience of like, this does not affect your humanness and your awesomeness. And it's a, it is other people's judgments. And we know we live in a system that we are judged differently. It is, it is how it is, but like so many people, like this is a destroying thing for a lot of people. So yeah, I'm perseverating I, on it just as a gift to like other people who need to know, like, what if this was just a neutral circumstance? And then we had thoughts about it. But we, we can move on. Cause it's, it sounds like you're like, yeah, yeah, I know. Sorry. <laughs> I need you're like, I need tips and tricks, not thoughts and feelings. I need tips and tricks and I need to get out of my office and go home. <laughs> yeah, we'll definitely get out, out of your office and go home. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put up one that, that worked for me, again, personally, just to, because I, I, I don't want to like pull out cognitive stuff when you're, you know, to me, I'm like, let's revisit it when you're, when you've had some sleep, but I'll give you one for me just, and I kind of pulled it out of what you said is like the thought, the circumstance is surgeon. The thought for me was patient comes first. Uh, anxious, uh, CTFA, uh, short, strapped, result, uh, not a team. So this is a, this is a what thought model for me. Um, when I thought that the patient came first instead of my team came first, what I've really done is I've switched from patient to team. Dramatically so, like I have the power to like fire patients. So dramatically so that I fire patients if they're if they're harming my team. 
now. That's the now, Kelly. The okay. previous was like, the patient came first. They're not roomed on time. You didn't get them ready for me. Blah, 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 blah. Because the patient came first. And the way I was interacting with my nurses was not team-based at all. Because of this very lovely thought of the patient came first. I didn't care about if the nurses had five other things they were doing or they were on the phone with a difficult patient. I didn't care about that because this very pleasant thought of the patient came first was there for me. And the other thing where, and, and these are those thoughts where you're like, this is what we've been told though. These are supposed, this is supposed to be like the dog, you know, the dogma that's right. And then you realize like, well, this, this thought can actually like hurts me sometimes too, because I don't take vacation or I don't turn my pager off or I don't blow, you know, set boundaries, but it's such a beautiful thought. Right. And when I switched to my team came first, my relationship with my team got so much better. And I can only see, I can see this now retrospectively way better than going forward because I didn't really have the power of coaching back then, right? Like I was figuring it out. And to me, it's like me being on the same page as my team, of course helps the patient, but I didn't put them before the people that I work with. That helps. So you recommend just kind of focusing on that and I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I, I think I think this is essential work worth doing. Okay. And because there's so much thoughts in here. There's so much thoughts. And, and to me, I had to clean up the like, I'm not gonna freaking change. I had to clean all that up. And it's like you might not even you might already be like, hey, I'm to the point where it's like, let's make this work environment better because I like it and it's worth doing. And so I, I, I feel like I had to start back from like, don't tell me I'm the problem. You're the problem. It's a sexist, you know, like I had, all, I had all of those to like dig through too. And so I just want to bring it up for anybody who's listening to be like, start where you are on it. Cause so many people have, will will have that different resistance points. But if you're like, Hey, I'm short and, and, you know, I I'm short with my, my sentences. And it's like, what's underneath that? is the thought I'm in a hurry underneath that. And is the thought of I'm in a hurry competing with us being a team to get the job done? Definitely is. Because then you're, I mean, you're just able to see it a little bit better instead of like, I'm just short because I'm a, I mean, like I'm a total alpha I'm talking about me again. I'm a total alpha, like Enneagram eight, like, I don't see much reason for fluff and like, and that was, that would be like the changing me, right. Of like, how are you doing today? Blah, blah, blah. Like, I got to get my job done, man. I got more work than all of y'all. Right. But when I can look at it of like, I think I'm just, it sounds so good of like, I'm just short. I just know what I want. But what's under there is like, I'm in a hurry. You, your feelings don't matter. I'm just going to plow through. Cause I got to get to the OR you can actually like see all of that behind. That's like what's coming across in the short sentences that you might have not seen until you dig underneath that. Okay. Thanks. Is that helpful? Yeah, I'll sit with that. We'll probably come back to this at another coaching. 
but I'll let you get somebody yeah. else. I, anybody who thinks this is going to be like light switchy. And my other tip, again, I'm using me a lot only because like, dude, I've walked this journey is like when I need to say something to somebody and it doesn't, I, you know, we think it's going to take this really long time, but it's truly not like when I hear blah, 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 I feel blah, blah, blah. Or this might, I don't, this might come across really harsh and I don't mean that, but we need to blah, blah, blah. And it's almost like, it's not that you're pandering to anybody else, but you're almost like explaining yourself just like in a half a sentence ahead of time. And like, it totally cuts the stress. Like, I know I'm just a type A female surgeon asking to get stuff done, but I need to get some stuff done. And then they want to correct you and be like, no, 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 you're fine. Like it's those, like, there's those tricks that I, that I've found that work for me of like, no, 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 you're fine. You're like, okay, good. They didn't think I came across as, you know, the type A female surgeon that I am, but it almost like just will diffuse it a little bit. And it does not take a lot of time. Okay. Does that make sense? Thanks. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Dude, you are in very good company. And you've got this and like the personal growth from this will like, it's totally worth, worth doing, preserving that like you are inherent, you are awesome as you are. You're just trying to figure out, nobody got taught how to navigate a system. We never got taught that. And now we have to like fumble, fumble into it, make career. Yeah, I just don't want to lose my job in the meantime. I mean, to see this nurse talk to you in like, in a, hey, I want to help you sort of way, this could be a gift. Yeah. And, and I think, you know, in, in more like, when you've had time to process it of like, is it worth you talking to this administrator? And being like, hey, I've heard some stuff. I want you to know I've heard it. This is what I'm doing to work on it. Is there any feedback you'd like to give me? Like almost like getting ahead of the fire if that feels right for you, because the, another option would be like me just thinking I'm going to get fired every time the door opens. Yeah. And, and being like, that's, I don't, I don't want to live that way of like getting, almost getting on top of it. Right. Like, are we good? I'm really worried about my job. Am, are, am I good right now? Am I not good? I just want to know where I am. Just like a scary conversation, but the whole, like, am I going to lose my job this month is like, way more unnerving and, and way more unknown. All right. Thank you. You're welcome. All right. We got gotcha. you. Appreciate it. You're very welcome. All right, my friends. That was big and beautiful and brave and very personal to my own heart because I've had the exact same, exact same stuff going on. Um, Anybody else want to raise their hand and ask questions or offer comments or support or different ideas? We've got about 17 minutes left. There we go. Rename. Renaming you to summer heat. Yeah. 
Summer Heat. Summer Heat, that's pretty funny. It kind of sounds, now I'm thinking it kind of sounds like an animal in heat. Yeah, it sounds like a dog in heat. Now, yeah. I'm, now I'm regretting it. <laughs> okay, uh, let's go with it. Let's go, let's get weird. I like that. <laughs> What's going on? Um, well, I missed the first part of what the la- of what the first person was saying because I came in late because I was on the phone with my boss. But um, I really like what you that that I, I'm taking that to heart. The uh, team first versus patient first. I think that was that's deep. <laughs> that's wise, and I can see how the patient does ultimately come first when you put the team first. Uh, in, in a lot of ways, most likely. Um, in more, more so probably than, uh, than patient first, because then, you know, anyway, uh, anyway, that's not why. Totally. And, and what, and what did we get taught? Right. Yeah. 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 We did not get taught team comes first. And now we're like, where are all the nurses? Why does nobody want to work in healthcare? Yeah. And we're like, cause nobody ever said the team came first. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Sure. So like, yeah. I think it's super timely now too. Yeah. Oh, I couldn't agree more. I love that. I honestly, I, 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 I long, I'm not one to get along with nurses as well as I would like. <laughs> and uh, I think honestly, that mindset, I almost don't want to adopt it because I feel like it'll work too well. But I feel like my past self will be so annoyed with my past. My current self will be so annoyed with my past self that I don't want to admit, <laughs> you know, <laughs> but uh, totally. that, I'll think of it. I, I totally, I totally get that. Um, so this, uh, so let's talk compensation. <laughs> Sorry, and my, my, my zoom is freezing my the video, but it doesn't matter. Yeah, mine is too, but I can hear you great. Okay, fine. Great. So I, 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 I don't know if this is a, I'm, I always do this and I'm sorry. The, is this a thought model? Is this not a thought model? I don't know. I think can be- everything's a thought model. Yeah, true. Okay. So here's what, here's what. I, uh, okay, I'll try to fit into the thought bottle. Okay, if you don't, that's my job too. You just, you just say your thing and I'll, okay. I'll, I'll see what I can pull out. So I, I, I honestly, I, I do think coaching is, is, a, is probably a massive part of it. But after a few years now, you know, about four years into being, being at my first job, I love my job. I love it. I love my boss. I love my people. I love the people around me. I just think it's, it's like perfect for me. It's absolutely, it's like literally my dream job. It took me some time to like see that, but I'm like, oh, this is amazing. So I love it. I do think that my boss who's wonderful is not good at bookkeeping. I don't think my boss is trying to dupe me. I think that they have been in the game a very long time and they are a very like seasoned person and um, very fair. Um, and the problem is that my hospital changed. So I started working there six months in, it changed its entire compensation plan for the entire um, medical faculty. And in that, I think a lot changed in ways that I can't possibly, that I have not taken the time to understand or comprehend. And so I am like, so I, I thought my salary when I started was one thing and then they changed the whole compensation plan and they show me and no longer are we doing like call and whatever bonuses, they're just giving us a flat higher salary. So the number was like a steady number and much higher than my original base salary. And so I was happy. 
And my boss then met with me at some point, this is going to get confusing. Um, but my boss had met with me at some point and said, you know, we're changing the compensation plan or, and said, the compensation plan has changed. This is your new base salary. And it was quite high. And I was like, Oh, well, fantastic. And then she called me a little bit later and was like, Oh, we've, we actually have like this gender equity based analysis and you're a little low. We're going to raise you even more. Okay, great. The way that she told me my salary, that the high salary I was happy with was on a scratch piece of paper before COVID um, in a meeting. Cause we were in like a meeting. She was like, is this going to work? And I was like, yeah, that's going to work. Um, and it was great. I never got it in formal writing and time passed and I never really understood our pay structure. And so, and then like our chief administrator person left for all these crazy reasons. She was wonderful. We got a new one who's, who's new and, um, and interesting to work with. And anyway, I just got a compensation letter and it's, my base salary is much lower than I thought. But then we get all the, but I called my boss. I was like, wait a minute. You told me it was this. You wrote it on a scratch piece of paper. And she's like, did I write the wrong number? And she's like doing all this, you know, like clicking your computer and looking at matrix matrices and all this stuff. And then, then she tells me, oh, well, there's like all this bonus pay and da 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 for like, you know, meeting metrics and stuff for, as a group and blah, blah, blah. And ultimately my pay is still even higher than I ever thought it was. And I was like, so now I'm quite happy. Well, anyway, I go to my husband because we're trying to like, you know, figure out plan finances and stuff. And he's like, and I agree with him, like, why the heck is it all still so vague? Like, I still don't quite have anything super clear in writing, like, except that, except this base pay, which is much lower than what I thought it should be. <laughs> and so anyway, I, yet I know what, yet with bonuses and stuff in the way that like, I guess it, it's all when, if we meet these metrics, like I am still getting paid more than I thought. So my husband's like, wants me to, he thinks I should pursue this, like with all the people in, like with our business office, basically. But and, and I just called my boss and was talking to her, or she called me actually, we spent the time, 15 minutes, like looking through records and trying to figure things out. And so I feel a little bit like I'm being told like, there, there, everything's fine. Look, you're making a lot. And so I don't know if I'm being too persnickety, like I need to know the exact amount, this and that, and what has happened. Or are they just, is she kind of doing this because she doesn't know, or am I being like, taken advantage of because I didn't, I was naive along the way and didn't like ask for letters and things in writing or like, should I, and it boils down to me thinking that I, sh, you know, I, my base salary, I believe should have been about $20,000 more, which isn't that much, but like about $25,000 more than what it is, which isn't a huge difference to be honest. But so that's my, so I'm like, I feel kind of like I've been like my boss, who's wonderful, just like waved her hands and was like, no, everything's fine. Don't worry. Look, you're making a fat salary. You should be happy. And I'm like, how do I, how do I go around? How do I go back and be like, wait a minute. That's not how this should work. This should be very clear. You know, I, I'm, I have a hard time. I'm not able to do that with her. And I also don't think that she knows herself. I think a lot of it is in like the business office hands. And so it creates a lot of work for her. 
to have to like figure out all these little nuances of this and that and the other thing. Yeah. And she go and she looks back even she's like, "Oh, well you started at this pay when you first started here and so and now here's where you are." And I'm like, "No, when I first started here, my contract was 25,000 more than that." So why are you saying on your little matrix there that I started at that base pay? What? So I basically feel like I'm being cheated out $25,000 annually for the last like 3 4 years. But yet with my bonus and whatever stuff, like I'm still making that amount. So should I even care? This is, I know this is kind of. No, this is good. And this is coaching in eight more minutes. This is, this is like rapid fire. I'd say you need to get it on paper. Yeah. Cause nobody can be, you know, I think the, you know, the, all the thoughts of like, am I being cheated? Am I blah, blah, blah. Who knows, man, you guys probably can't agree on a court of law at this point. Cause there's nothing like no lawyer can help you. Cause you have nothing on paper. I know. I'm not saying get lawyers, but I'm just saying like fact based, no. like you can't make a judgment about like, what's not even on paper. I know. I mean, I you know. can, you, of course you can, you can think however you want to think, <laughs> but it's like, yeah. you don't have a piece of paper. I, I'd say that just the facts of like, get get it written down. Yeah. And then getting it written down is not too much to ask. I know. I think I, I think because our old administrator left and we got a new one, a lot of stuff wasn't taken care of for like a good two years. And so now I haven't gotten a compensation letter in over two years. And so now I'm like, Oh, wait a minute. So, but it's like, I know. So do I take the time to piece together like the last few years to be like, wait a minute, this isn't, this wasn't done right. That wasn't done right. And now like, you know, our rate annual raises like are based on our salaries. It's like, it's like, compounds how the loss is the loss in mm-hmm. the end it's still not that much it's not that much and this is my dream job so I don't want to be a dick you know right. about it yeah I mean I, I you can do whatever you want that's the fun that's the fun about life you can do it ever you could write a five chapter book about how it should be and compound interest and you know whatever or you could just be like today I need to get the today on paper yeah I you know. know whether yeah. or not you should you should do past losses that you I'm good. I'm not a lawyer probably have less of a leg to stand on versus like today. Let's get today's compensation plan down. Yeah. Yeah. And be like, this is yeah. a learning experience that it, the past is in the past. Cause I didn't have it written down. I think learning experience is like the, is, which is a tough pill to swallow, but I think that that's my take on it. Uh, it, I, I, that, that, that puts it, that, that gives a good title to what I, I guess I'm trying to convey, which I think will help with my husband because he, I mean, like he's wonderful in every way, but I, he, he's like, what the hell is going on here? And I'm like, I don't know. We're just waving our hands and doing surgery. That's all. Like, right? don't ask me questions. Right. Which is what you're doing until you realize, you know, your back pays six figures times less yeah. than the guy who got it on paper. Yeah, I know. I know. Right? Yeah. So it's like, I would just say like today it goes on paper. Yeah. And whether that's you being like, Hey, this is what I think it is. Can you sign it? Do you agree? And they're like, no, no, no. We actually think it's this like a great, that's just part of negotiating the paper. Yeah. Because then you have like, for all future paychecks, you have like, this is the paper that's signed by both parties. Like it's so, it's like, of course that's what you need. Yeah. Because then all this other, this other thoughts about like, and she's nice, but it doesn't matter. Just get on paper. (laughs) Yeah. 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 I know. I think it's her shortcoming too, in terms of organ, just organ. She has, we have a lot of partners and she 
supervise it. She's like the chief for multiple different hospitals actually. And it's like, she has like 3 million people needing these things. And so I feel like this is a, the lesson is like, yeah, is that if I, I think if I had, now I know <laughs> that now well, I know, because it's not her fault. I don't also, it's my naivete. I think not, you know, moving forward, like not requesting these things and getting these things in writing. Like I was kind of timid to right. thinking like, and then just, oh, okay, you know, mommy and daddy will make it work out. You know, now I'm like, damn it. God, that was dumb. But, you were learning. Yeah. Not learning. I know. Yeah. You're learning and yeah. it's a huge system, right? Like these systems are so huge and we're like, Hey, this, that she's really nice. And it sounds like you, you weren't being yeah. stupid. You were doing what you, with the information you had at the time. Yeah. But yeah, you, that's true. I mean, yeah, I, I just didn't know. I didn't realize that this is how, I didn't know how this game was played. Like not that I'm not belittling it and in, in, in saying it's a game, but right, right. I, I didn't know. I didn't realize that she was going to get overwhelmed with all the people and all the work and all the things and all the COVID and all this stuff. And then my, whatever conversation we had then went, you know, by the wayside, like, I didn't know that was how that would go. Like, so now I know. Like, oh yeah. And it's like here from now on going forward, when people, when you guys, whatever you're going to negotiate some business thing in the future, you'll be like, okay, great. Let's get this on paper. (laughs) Yeah. Just gonna yeah. set you up for like success going forward. Yeah, you're right. I mean, yeah. I think everything else is like, you know, again, you're allowed to have whatever thoughts you want, but like, don't let your brain weigh you down and like overanalyzing it. Yeah, I think you're right in that, like, you know, maybe even though that maybe even this will save me from future things that I don't even know about yet. Because- oh my gosh, 100%. The, this, the company could get bought by Amazon next month, right? At least yeah. you have something on paper. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, all right well thank you all right fred so you totally cool. got this thanks all for right, a good awesome. hour everybody bye bye take care